Proverbs chapter 22, verse 29 says, Do you see a man skillful in his work? He will stand before kings. He will not stand before obscure men. Fellow Marketplace Christians, stop apologizing and start winning. Welcome to the Success Edge, the show that helps you take your walk as a Marketplace Christian to the next level. Here's your host, Christian entrepreneur, Tyler McCart. What's going on, Success Has Listeners? Tyler McCart, man, coming at you. Yep, I'm always coming at you. Bringing Jesus, baby, because that's what we do. We bring Jesus to the marketplace every day, all day, 24-7. That's what we're all about here at the Success Edge show. So, happy 4th of July week, guys. It is episode 46. I got Mr. Darren Shearer on the line here. We're actually, we're getting ready to jump in his interview here in a second, but... Happy 4th of July. Praise the Lord. We live in America. Thank you, combat veterans. Thank you, veterans, period. Thank you, men and women that are serving our country right now uh, in harm's way and put yourselves in harm's way. Thank you so much for serving our country. We really do appreciate you guys so very much. So if this is your first time, obviously, being on the Success Edge, I just want to welcome you. Thank you so much for finding the Success Edge for the Marketplace Christian because that is what we're all about here on the Success Edge is we're all about helping you. If you're a Marketplace Christian, if you're in the marketplace and you're a Christian and you have a job, you have a business, you have a franchise, if you're a truck driver, a ditch digger, a salesperson, a lawyer, entrepreneur, whatever you are in the marketplace, this podcast is for you because we are all about helping you take your walk to the next level in the marketplace God's way and learning how to work with God simultaneously in the marketplace. That was what we're all about here on the Success Edge. And obviously, if you want to always stay with the latest and greatest with the Success Edge, I would highly recommend going to thesuccessedge.biz, go down about halfway down the page, and you'll see a a row of icons, and you'll see like a music note icon, which is actually the iTunes uh, link that will link you out to iTunes so you can actually subscribe to that, uh, to the Success Edge, and stay on the latest and greatest through iTunes. Or if you're an Android user, you can go one icon over, which is kind of almost like a play button, that is actually the Stitcher Radio uh, icon, and you'll be able to download the Stitcher Radio app and stay, stay in with the latest and greatest, obviously, with the Success Edge. Now, if you're going on to the successes.biz and you scroll down all the way to actually where I have my latest podcast and now my latest blog post. Yes, blog post. Imagine that. Actually, I'm all about doing a video blog. And here's what I did. I actually did a video blog promo for the 7x10 Club. You've heard me promote this a couple different times, but I would recommend to you guys, if you've got any kind of inkling or any kind of interest in taking your walk as a marketplace Christian to the next level and you want to be coached, mentored, you know, have a group of people that actually you can run with and take your walk again to the next level, God's way, then I'd highly recommend to head over there, click on the actual read more link underneath the 7 by 10 promo video and you'll find out all the details with that video and the 7 by 10 promo that's going on right now. So let's get ready to actually jump into our episode with Mr. Darren Shearer, episode 46. If you want to find all the show notes with Darren, go to thesuccessedge.biz backslash 46, and you'll find all of Darren's show notes. Darren has got a powerful story. He's a combat veteran. He actually has a publishing uh, company that he publishes Christian books, and Darren's got a passion to be able to help those people that are in the marketplace. So let's jump into this interview, and we'll catch you on the other side. 
What's going on, Success as listeners? Tyler McCart coming at you. Yep. Got another one, guys, another interview, and I am super excited about Darren Shearer being on the podcast, on the Success Edge, and uh, we got him in the house today. And uh, here's the thing, guys. Darren actually used to live in Columbia, South Carolina. I didn't know that until, like, he and I actually kind of connected, you know, uh, via LinkedIn and so forth, and uh, we got a, a wild story of how he and I met. But the cool thing is uh, Darren has got uh, – he's been married for a little while now, and he's also got uh, a little baby. Am I right, uh, Darren? That's right. Awesome. Love it. And uh, the cool thing is Darren is actually getting ready to come out with a book, um, Marketing Like Jesus, okay, Fifth, uh, 25 Strategies That uh, Change the World. Now, here's the thing, guys. Yours truly, yes, yours truly, Tyler McCart, that's me, mm-hmm actually was interviewed it was my first interview darren actually thought highly enough of me to actually even interview me i was even honored just to be able to do that you know he said yeah this guy might know something about marketing uh, well okay thanks darren appreciate the buddy <laughs> <laughs> you're stud man uh yeah 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 appreciate it appreciate it but uh darren uh welcome to the success edge buddy thanks for coming on man it's an honor to be here Thanks so much for this opportunity, man. We are honored to have you. I know the SEC is going to be impacted by your story and, you know, about uh, all your successes and everything we're going to talk about here today. But, uh, Darren, if you don't mind, go a little bit into detail about, you know, who you are and also, you know, how you became a Christian. All right. Well, Tyler, uh, as you just mentioned, I am from Columbia, South Carolina, and I've lived in a couple of different places since then, but Currently, I'm living in Houston, Texas with my beautiful wife, Marie, and my newborn son, Solomon. He's uh, just a little over three months, and he's just the joy of our lives right now. And I uh, also have a dog. His name is Spock. Can't, can't forget about him. He's, uh, he's a <laughs> Chihuahua Minpin uh, miniature Doberman mix. Wow, and, man. He's uh, he all mixed long, up. He's he? long, pointy ears, just like Spock. But, <laughs> That's um, awesome. So after serving as an officer in the Air Force for four years, I went to seminary and business school, uh, which is kind of an interesting combination. Actually, an uh, elderly gentleman, he, once, he said when I told him that I went to seminary and business school, he says, oh, so uh, that must mean you're going to become a televangelist. <laughs> so uh, actually, there are more uh, opportunities for Christians in the marketplace than just uh, being a televangelist. Um, but during this time of uh, business school and actually even as far back as the Air Force and, and seminary, I knew that I was called to ministry, but I also knew that my ministry would be in the marketplace, mm. uh, specifically working as an entrepreneur. And currently my focus is on helping Christian thought leaders to market their messages to the world. And one of the ways that I do that is I started a publishing company, my wife and I. Uh, it's called Highbridge Books, and so far we've published 15 life-changing books since uh, last year, and also have another book coming out. Again, the goal is to empower and equip Christian thought leaders to market their messages, and I began to ask myself the question, if Jesus, who is arguably, to me, it's, it's really unquestionably the greatest, most effective influencer of all time, if he taught a class about marketing, what would he say? So I, through my observations of the Gospels, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, I identified 25 strategies that Jesus used to market his message. 
And uh, we can talk a little bit about that later on in the interview if you want to. Um, But as well, I also just launched the Marketing Like Jesus podcast. And uh, Tyler had the pleasure of having you on there uh, to talk about one of the strategies that Jesus used. Uh, and so on this on this podcast, it's a place where leaders in business, nonprofits, and government can learn how to change the world for good by applying the same marketing strategies used by Jesus Christ. Awesome. So that's a little bit about me. Nice, man. So, all right, now, you know, Darren, I'm going to call you on the carpet here. Now, you did not say how you became a Christian. How old were you? You know, tell us again how you became a Christian. All right. So um, I grew up in church. My dad's actually a pastor in Columbia, South Carolina, and and uh, a Baptist, Southern Baptist pastor, um, I might add. So that means that I pretty much, at every time I was in church, I was rededicating my life uh, <laughs> to God and getting saved all over again. Good old and, Southern um, Baptist, baby. Love them. Yeah, yeah. I grew up in Southern Baptist, too, so it's all good. I understand. Yes, that. yes. And, um, and so... I once I went away to went to high school at that point I really began to uh go off the deep end you know as I say I, I kind of got a running start uh, as well um just running away from God running away from his purposes for my life and um but God it's amazing you know he'll never leave you or forsake you and God just continued to pursue me as I as I ran from him, like that prodigal son who took his father's inheritance and ran out into the world and just squandered it, like the Bible says, on loose living. And, and that was me kind of in that reckless party lifestyle, getting into all kind of trouble with the law. Uh, but somehow with a criminal record, by God's grace, when uh, September the 11th, 2001, the World Trade Center was hit, um, in that moment, I think for many of us, we began to do some some soul searching. And for me, on that particular day, I said, you know what, I've got to do something with my life. And I went to the Commandant of Cadets at the ROTC detachment down at uh, Charleston Southern University, which is where I did my undergrad. And I said, sir, I would like to sign up for the Air Force and serve my country. And uh, literally, this was within hours of the of the the trade tower is getting hit mm, wow. and, and some, I had no idea how this is going to happen. My grades were terrible. My, uh, I had nothing going for me in my life. I was, I was in a pit of depression and because that season of our nation, we just, there was so much uncertainty. There was a great need for people to, uh, to step up and, and join the military. And, and so through God's favor, I had the opportunity to become an officer in the Air Force and uh, spend some time in Kuwait. But but through the the process of being in the Air Force, God began to restore my life and empower me with purpose and destiny and a sense of responsibility and began to develop leadership gifts in me. And, and so that was kind of where my initial uh, discipleship of becoming a follower of Christ happened because I encountered so many strong believers during my time. The Air Force got involved with an amazing church while I was stationed at Barksdale Air Force Base in uh, Shreveport, Louisiana. Um, but the, the Air Force, God, that was a, that was a powerful tool uh, to help transform my life. But I just, I just said yes to God. 
Um, back in, uh, in 2001, right around the time of September the 11th, I began to uh, go to church once again. And um, around that time, I just remember sitting in my room one night and I said, I need to make this official. And I just said, Lord, I'm, I'm yours. Uh, do what you, uh, what you want to with my life. And uh, here I am in Marketplace Ministry. Nice. Well, um, Darren, I salute you, literally. <laughs> and I appreciate, I, I appreciate uh, you serving. Number one, I appreciate you serving, you know, our country. I just got done interviewing another gentleman that, um, you know, is a uh, military veteran as well. Yeah. And uh, he's actually part of FCA. And, um, you know, man, thank God for, for our military, but uh, thank God for God that God was still after you. Okay. And never let up on you. And, Mm -hmm. uh, now you are obviously living a life that is, uh, totally just expressing him in in the marketplace. And I love it. Love it. So Darren, obviously on on the success edge, we always ask what is, uh, the, the Bible verse that keeps you fueled, you know, in the marketplace. So, uh, take it away, buddy. Sure. Well, of course there are, there are many, but the one that I, I want to share with your, with your audience is it comes from Colossians chapter three verse twenty three. It says, "Whatever you do, work at it with all your heart, as working for the Lord, not for human masters, uh, because it is the Lord Christ you serve." Hmm. And and so for me in the marketplace, what that I, I remember vividly back when I was in the Air Force. I mean, when I tell you, I got saved. I mean, I was on fire for God. I was taken groups from my church out on Friday nights to go out and and share the gospel on the streets down at the bars and you know we would just walk up into the middle of groups and begin you know street preaching and and all of that and (laughs) and so and and that was powerful and there's a and there's a place for that but you know and and I definitely believe that that that's what God was calling me to do in that season of my life but what I didn't necessarily realize is that my primary ministry was not going out on Friday nights. It was what was happening on the Air Force Base unit. And with my, my colleagues and peers and subordinates and my, uh, and my commanders, my interactions with them and how I was representing the Lord in the military, that was my primary ministry. And so that verse about whatever you do, so if you're, if you're in the marketplace, don't be wishing you were going to seminary or that you were on staff at a church or, you know, if I could just do, if I could just get behind a pulpit or if I could just get on the quote mission field, I mean, you are on the mission field. If you are out there in the marketplace. And I remember the moment when God showed me as I was leaving the base one day, leaving the air force base one day, driving over the railroad tracks, God said, you just, you just left your ministry behind as you're going home. And of course, ministry happens everywhere. Mm-hmm. But it, and it was a sense that, okay, that's where God has called me to minister, not just make money to put in the offering plate, but to truly represent him and how I carry myself in the, in the workplace. Mm. Darren, man, SEC, you guys getting to this? <laughs> that's good. And we're only 10 minutes into the sucker. Man, that's good stuff, Darren. <laughs> wow. Um, 
Darren, I love what you say. You know, I, I wrote this down as I'm taking notes on you. You know, no matter wherever you are, okay, I wrote 24 7. Mm-hmm. You know, you are, you know, you, you know, you gotta, you gotta turn Jesus on every 24 seven, basically. That's right. You know, you are a walking billboard for Christ, right. you know, everywhere you go. And, you know, it doesn't matter if you are a missionary in Uganda or if you're a high level executive on wall street. Okay. You know, or if you're a janitor, you know, at the local school, right. You know, you are, you know, taking your walk and taking your ability to the next level, basically with that, you know, Colossians 3.23. That's awesome. I love right. it. That's you know, great. and the other part of that is that when, you, when you're doing it, it says whatever you do, work at it with all your heart as mm-hmm. working for the Lord. So maybe you've got a boss that you don't necessarily uh, enjoy working for, realize that you're working for the Lord. Mm-hmm. And when you work for the Lord, you're going to work harder. Mm-hmm. You know, what you do is going to exude excellence. And you'd be surprised how you can turn uh, a boss that maybe you don't have favor with by doing your work with excellence because you're not doing it for him. You're doing it because you're representing the Lord. Mm. Man, that is so juicy right there. God, Darren, that's good. That's good, man. You know. Wow, we could we could talk about that for hours right there, Darren. <laughs> so work is worship. Yeah, work is worship. Amen. That is so powerful and that is so true. And you know, people, you know, in the marketplace, especially Christians in the marketplace, because you know, they sit there and sometimes think, you know, oh well, I'm not really serving the Lord because, you know, I'm not behind a pulpit or I'm not, you know, going to China. You know, dude, get over yourself. You you are worshiping by going and doing excellent work right okay you know i just anyway i could go off on that darren man you're getting me fired up dude fired <laughs> up love it well darren you know let's go um let's talk about success uh you know from your perspective you know tell us uh your definition of success as a christian in the marketplace all right well i believe that i'm walking in success when what i do think and say has eternal value uh, because really, in the end, it's all going to be tested by fire. That's what it says in the Bible. I mean, everything is going to be consumed and judged. So, so therefore, only what we do that glorifies God is going to last in eternity. So if what I'm doing or whatever I think is success isn't going to last in eternity, it's not success. Hmm. And and so so going back to my my definition is... You know, it's when I when what I do think and say has eternal value, that's that's success. And that includes not just, um, you know, making sure I do my quiet times and go to church on Sunday, although that's a great place to start. But it includes how I spend my time. It includes how I handle my money, how I treat people at work. Uh, It even includes what I eat. Hmm. You know, what I watch, what I listen to, the Amen. people that I spend time around, all of those kinds of things. Um, and But ultimately, it's about, it's about loving God and loving people. And that's what really is going to matter in eternity. Darren, do you have like um, a, you know, take, take the SEC to, to the runway with that. Do you have a specific example of how you're, you know, applying that right there, you know, uh, today or, you know, with what you're doing? 
Sure. Well, um, you know, as I was sharing, my my calling is to is to help to promote the work of Christian thought leaders and people that are that have a message from the Lord to help them get that out to the world. And and so just literally um, within the last two hours before talking to you, I had to turn down a client. Um, my, my publishing company, we do, we do books. We also do websites for, for authors. And so I also do some websites for, for different companies. And, um, and one of those was for a, a political candidate that uh, supports, um, and, and I don't mean to like get political, but um, supports uh, abortion. And, and that just for me personally, and I understand that there are Christians that, um, you know, they, they kind of advocate a, another way, but, um, you know, however they articulate with woman's woman's choice and all of that. But for me and just my own conviction, I, I knew that even though I could maybe, I mean, literally this was going to be a $2,000 project. And, uh, two hours ago I said, I, that's not success to me. You know, $2,000. What's success to me is to be able to, you know, look my wife in the eye and say, you know, I did what, what God's called me to do, mm-hmm. you know, and, and because that is that decision, that money is going to be consumed. But the, the decision to go with what you sense the Lord calling you to do is what is going to last in eternity. Yeah. And, you know, I mean, it goes back to that eternal value. Right. You know, is that what you're doing going to, you know, create any eternal value down the right. road? And uh, I, that's, wow. Thank you for sharing that story as well. You know, Darren, that's really, really good. Really, really good. Um, you know, SEC, we're going to have all of this, obviously, you know, uh, on the show notes of what Darren's talking about, but, uh, man, this is getting good. So Darren, do this for us. Um, you know, obviously let's talk about some failure. Uh, you know, we always talk about failure because, uh, you know, success and failure go hand in hand. Um, you know, take us to an, a failure or an obstacle that you, you know, that taught you a lesson, you know, that obviously you kind of had a setback that taught you a lesson as a Christian in the marketplace. Sure. So when I was in business school up in New York City, there is a lot of New York City is a very interesting place as a as a business person. There's a lot of pressure, a lot of peer pressure to kind of do things a certain way and and with a certain level of prestige where, you know, and you might not operate that way. Otherwise livings, for example, where I am here in the suburbs of Houston now. But, um, at that time I had a lot of pressure to, if I was going to start a business, which is absolutely what God called me to do. I felt like because of the way I'd kind of been wired in business school to where you got to get, you got to be like Mark Zuckerberg and you got to get a venture capitalist to invest, you know, a half a million dollars as a seed fund into your business if it's going to be, you know, anything worth, worth doing. So forget about bootstrapping, forget about doing things kind of on a, on a smaller scale, being faithful with a few things so that God can entrust you with many things. 
I mean, I felt like I had to either go big or go home. You know what I mean? And so there was a, a certain business idea that I had, which was to, and it maybe it still would be a good idea, but it was to kind of do like an, like the Amazon or the Expedia.com of the fitness industry, where it would be sort of like a one-stop shop for uh, fitness services where you could purchase gym memberships, you could purchase um, you know, aerobics classes, you could purchase t- tennis court time, tea times, whatever, anything fitness related, uh, you could do the ratings and reviews, all of that. And so I felt like it was a good idea. The problem was you can imagine when you're trying to um, work with essentially be an affiliate for all of these different fitness service providers that you're going to have to do some pretty heavy duty programming work, which I had no expertise in whatsoever. And, and because of that, I was going to have to get a, one of those seed funds, either that or find a developer that had the, the competence that was willing to work for free. But anyways, I had, I had $5,000 that I was willing to put into it. And and so I paid this web developer who was recommended by this other uh, pretty, um, pretty successful entrepreneur startup guy. And, uh, and I, I said, here's, here's what I need for this fitness service website. And he said, oh, yeah, yeah, I can do that. Absolutely. And the other quotes that I'd gotten were like in the $30,000 range. He was like, yeah, I can do that for $5,000 if that's what you have. Well, to make a long story short, it turns out he did not have the competence or capability of building this website. And so months and months went by and still no, still no Expedia of the fitness industry, you know, like, or anything that looked remotely close to it. And, and, and I was kind of, this guy was in another city. I'd never met him in person, which, you know, that's probably another lesson to learn. You may want to, which in this, uh, kind of the world is flat age that we live in, maybe you haven't personally met all of the people that you're doing business with. But, uh, but at any rate, I lost $5,000 in that business deal and I had a choice. I could either go to small claims court and I was about to get married at that time. It was a lot of, it was going to be a lot of headache to try to, you know, get a lawyer and, you know, pay even more money out of pocket. Um, it was either that or just forgive the guy, um, move on with my life and, and just kind of chalk it up to the school of life. So, um, so that was kind of the, 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 that was what happened. But the lessons that I learned, first of all, in business, you are going to have to learn how to forgive people, uh, with zeros on the end of it. You know, it's, it's, I mean, and that's not the first time that something like that has happened to me where you lose, a, you know, $5,000, $1,000 to somebody that says they're going to do one thing and, and they really either had no intention of doing it or they, uh, they, they thought they could and then it turns out they can't. And so now they're, they're still not going to refund your money, but you're going to have to learn how to forgive people in business. And, and the other lesson that I would, that I would add is to don't try to do it all at once because here's what I did in response after I forgave the guy and was able to move on. Uh, I, I said, you know what, let me see if I can build this website. 
So I started to uh, kind of list these different fitness companies up on on a word basic WordPress website. I was like, this isn't too difficult. I also learned I wasn't all that passionate about that particular industry. And I immediately began to shift toward what I was m- most passionate about, which is promoting the work of Christian thought leaders, um, particularly in the marketplace. And and now I get paid to build websites, I'm, you know, publishing books, um, writing books, doing all those kinds of things. And, and it was because I was able to just forgive the guy, let it go, uh, move on, and, and, and also bootstrap a company that has grown to where it's now full-time, providing a full-time income for my family and I um, within about a year and a half. It, it's been able to produce that. And, um, and so I would say just start small. Don't try to do it all at once. And, and if there are people, business deals that you've been in that have kind of gone south and God's, you just know you need to forgive that person so you can move on, get peace in your own heart. Just forget. It's amazing the power uh, of what happens when you just release people. Um, because Lord knows we've been forgiven of far more than $5,000. Yeah. Darren, that is, wow. That is a powerful story and lesson. I mean, mean, I've got like several things right here that, you know, just from a, I mean, where do I start with all that? I mean, one of the things that I, I, you know, one of the things I pulled out of what you said is, you know, if you're going to go into business, and I've seen this with my own father, it's even happened with me, okay, because I've been in business for a little while now, you're going to have to forgive with some zeros at the end of it. Mm-hmm. Mm, man, that is a powerful statement, Darren. And and then the other side, you know, even to kind of, you know, what you said is, you know, with that forgiveness, you know, can still God can still he can still use that right you know and that is that's such a great thing and but you know what I heard in the beginning of the story was you know it was go home uh, go big or go home and it I wrote down pressure you mm-hmm. know nothing but pressure 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 you know for you to get something up and going for you to try to you know, meet the market demands or what, you know, everybody else is doing. Okay. And, you know, yeah, you, you know, someone might say on the, on, you know, out there might say, well, you know, if you hadn't had that failure, you would never have done the website stuff or whatever. You know, here's the thing, you know, God could have, without having to lose $5,000 mm-hmm. could have taught you another way. I mean, right. hello, you mm-hmm. know, uh, but because of the pressure and I, I've always heard this uh, actually from, you know, my pastor at church, you know, if you feel pressure in a situation, know this, that pressure comes from the enemy and pulling or a leading comes from the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. You know, there's, there's not going to be pressure, you know, uh, from it. You're, it's either going to be your flesh or the enemy that's obviously putting the pressure on you. And that is definitely not the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit's all about leading. He's a gentleman. Right. And that is a, you know, a good asset test when you're in business, mm-hmm. you know, or you're making any kind of decision like you're talking about here to, you know, hey, I'm, I might need to slow down here, you know, 
And like you just said just a few minutes ago, that you know you might have you probably you know Darren, let's let's call it what it is. You probably felt a little pressure from that political candidate, you sure, know, to take to take that job. But here you are, you know, you're wise enough now to know that uh-uh, that's not the direction I need to be going in, and that is chalk full of good stuff right there, Darren. Thank you so much for sharing that. That's good. So Darren, let's go back up to the let's go to the mountain. Okay, let's go to that aha moment, you know, and it might be kind of wrapped in all this, you know, what you already said. But, uh, you know, take us to that moment. Take us to that exact time whenever the light bulb, you know, came on for you that you realized, man, I can do this. This is something God has put and created in me, and it led to success in the marketplace, Darren. Sure. So kind of the next thing that I that I did after that, uh, after I kind of, abandoned ship on the on the fitness website as i started to learn how to build a website kind of my laboratory for doing that was i began to put together a a website that was just kind of open source like free education for people with different youtube videos and things like that kind of categorized in in different topics like business and government and uh, and um, different topics like that. And I, I realized that there was a huge shift happening in the education industry where things are going online. There's much more of a consumer-driven approach being taken in the, particularly the higher education industry where uh, students don't necessarily want to pay for that country club experience because they don't want to end up in debt for the rest of their life. And, and so I thought, okay, maybe the education industry is where I kind of need to drop anchor. And as I began to put that website together, I realized uh, I don't have an economic model to, to make money from this. And so it's going to be hard to support my wife, my family, uh, if I if I'm not bringing in money somehow, and I I don't feel called to work at this same job where I was, and so I I began to look inward and look backward. I know a lot of times we we say you know you just need to look forward at you know your have your vision for the future, but it's hard to get a vision for the future if you're not able to connect the dots going backward looking at what God has uniquely gifted and positioned you to do. And, and so for me, that was publishing, book publishing. And I realized I just kind of had an aha moment that, you know what, let me, I, I published a book. Uh, my first book, w- the title of it was In You, God Trusts, The Five Domains of Personal Responsibility, um, which is based on, it's a book about stewardship, just being faithful with, each of these five core areas of a of, a, of your life, um, because God trusts you. It says in First Corinthians thirteen seven that love always trusts. So if God loves me, He trusts me. He believes in me. He's not anticipating my next failure. He's anticipating my next success. And and so because of that trust, I want to live trustworthy in these five core aspects: my vocation, mind, relationships, body, and finances. Um, but that's just a quick uh, plug for that book, which is you can find that on Amazon. Um, but uh, so I realized through my experience of publishing that book, I can help other people do this, and I can make money because I know I began to interact with people that 
began to express interest in publishing books. And so my dad brought a, a gentleman to me, one of his friends named Sam Hunter, and said, uh, yeah, Sam's got this, um, this book he wants to publish, and he needs help kind of putting it together. He, Sam is in upstate uh, South Carolina. He's got a radio show called uh, 721 Live, and the name of his book is called The Putting Green Devotional, Improving Your Life's Short Game. And, and so I helped him put this devotional book together. I mean, it's sold thousands of copies. If you're in Greenville, you go pick it up in their, you know, your local bookstore and you can find it on Amazon. And, and after selling thousands of copies of this book, it was just an, an aha moment. Wow. Like this, this is actually working. And, and so began to kind of put my, uh, put my email list together and let, my friends and family know what I was doing and and all of a sudden like now we we have more work than we can handle right now with with publishing these books um it's not like a traditional publisher where we assume all of the risk for the book it's more of a hybrid where we share in the revenues as well as uh we get uh, paid a fee up front to kind of help uh subsidize the cost of of the publishing and and it's just been an absolute joy working with these authors because and and going back to the the bit about looking inward and backward I taught academic writing for 2 years in grad school I was an English major back in in undergrad you know I published my own book and had already gone through that process I was getting heavily involved with studying marketing and learning how to uh how to market a product and so it is kind of like put all of this together. I'm like, why am I sitting here trying to go start this fitness company when I have no background? And I mean, I played high school sports, but like, I don't know. Um, I, I, this is a very complicated, well, I wouldn't say it's a complicated industry, but it, I just didn't have experience in that industry. So kind of the lesson there would be to do what you know. Great aha moment, Darren. I love it. Love it. Well, Darren, do this uh, for us with SEC. You know, give us a plug. You know, I know you've been talking about your publishing company, but tell us a little bit about, you know, um, Highbridge Publishing, if you don't mind. Give us a plug for it. Yeah, so you can, uh, if you have a manuscript or an idea for a book and you're looking for a publisher, definitely uh, feel free to contact me at Darren, D-A-R-R-E-N, at HighbridgeBooks.com. Um, but the but the the whole the whole idea behind this publishing company is we want to to help Christian thought leaders to get their message out to the world. And and so I mean we've had again you have to make choices when you establish who you are, what God's called you to do, you know, you're going to have to turn away some authors. And and we had to do that before where an author came to us with a manuscript that had some things in it that just weren't in line with what uh, with what I sense is is God's direction for this company and and really consistent with God's word and had to uh had to turn away that manuscript and and so we're not just publishing any book we um because I have taught academic writing, I'm able to work one-on-one with these authors. And, and what, what has happened through the years is my passions become much more about marketing the book. Because when I published my first book, 
there weren't a whole lot of people that were telling me about marketing the book because it, the whole purpose of writing in the first place, you want to get that message out. Like, yeah, you're going to go through a transformation personally uh, during the process of, of writing a book, but you want to get that message out. And so that's what, that's the main focus of our, uh, of our company. And, and specifically, we're wanting to help people market the way Jesus marketed. Uh, so. And obviously that's your latest book coming out. Yes. Um, and that's due out in August. Is that right? Um, that's due on, it's going to be released on August the 20th of this year. Well, Darren, you know, kind of wrapping down a little bit, um, you know, what is uh, right now, you know, is there an Internet resource that you're just in love with, like a Twitter app or, you know, an, uh, an Evernote app right now that you're just in love with? Absolutely. You know, this this kind of goes back to being a, a good steward of your time and, you know, so that everything you're doing is is on target with what God has called you to do. I mean, and, and I've as I. Uh, and, and newly married, been married now for about two years. I mean, when uh, when wife says it's, it's time, you know, it's time to you know come do family time. I mean, y- you better power down that computer, you know. <laughs> so like I've learned that I have got to do something about about my time. I can't just work late into the night um, like I want to. Um, and so rescuetime.com, I would strongly recommend. That if you don't have that installed, they have a free version, which is what I use, uh, rescuetime.com. Every, every week, they send me a summary of how I have spent every minute on the computer during that week. So I can see as a book publisher, you know, Photoshop is one of the big ones that I use. You know, it'll show me that I spent this many hours in Gmail. It'll show me that I spent, uh, you know, this many hours on social media or whatever. And, um, and so if you find that there are some things that maybe you need to cut out of your, um, your digital diet, I guess you could say, uh, you can, you can then install a plugin called stay focused. Um, they have that, I'm not sure if they have that for other browsers. I think they do. Um, but I know for sure if you're on Chrome, install stay focused, and you can tell it to block certain websites for a certain number of hours. And for me, I have uh, Facebook blocked most of the time um, just because for me, it's one of those things that kind of takes me away from um, doing what I, what I really need to be doing. Um, my, my wife can get me caught up on what's happening on the Facebook world. Mm-hmm. Um, but but RescueTime.com, I would say, is the, is the number one resource I would recommend uh, for your audience. Awesome. Awesome. Love it. Well, we'll have this in the show notes, uh, SEC for you guys. So Darren, um, is there a book obviously that you'd highly recommend, you know, other than the Bible that's impacted you? Yes. Uh, I, you know, I was thinking about recommending like a marketing book, but for your audience, I know for me personally, finances, debt can really hold somebody back from being able to pursue, uh, fully God's plan for them in the marketplace. Um, in 2007, I read a book by Dave Ramsey called The Total Money Makeover. And at that time, I was $26,000 in debt with credit card debt, student loan debt. Um, I mean, I had even financed a Taylor guitar 
I mean, I was just, uh, I had just all kinds of debt. I read that book and, and because of, I, I don't know, it was just very simple about, about don't spend more than you make. I mean, it's, it's pretty basic. It's a great business lesson. Um, and, and it starts with your household, like every other great business lesson. Um, and so total money makeovers. And when I read when I was $26,000 in debt, 12 months later, I'd paid off all that debt. And I remember when I was in Kuwait, I dropped my credit cards through the shredder. Um, and I haven't had any debt since then. And, and I don't intend to. Well, Darren, the last question I um, I like to ask it's uh, it's a little bit of, a little bit of a curveball, okay? You're not uh, it's not in the not in the questions I normally ask, you know, or I actually prep you for, so you can take some time to think about it, all right? If you all need right. to, uh, but uh, Darren, let's go back ten years, let's talk to the young Darren, okay? The young Darren, and you're sitting across from a young Darren ten years ago, and you know, you're at the Starbucks with that person, you know, him, um, give him one piece of advice that you would want him to hear. I would say, Darren, you don't need anyone's permission to do what God has called you to do. And in our, in our culture, and I think there's, there's a shift that's happening in our culture, uh, where where the culture kind of says it's got to be like this, not like this. Um, this is what a career looks like. This is what ministry looks like. And and a lot of that involves waiting on the world around you to kind of align, to give you a, a sense of authorization to step out and, and do something great. And and I would just I would just tell him that, you don't need to wait on on a, a teacher. You don't need to wait on scholarships. You don't need to wait on a small business loan. You don't need to wait on, you know, just when God has called you to do something, just step out and do it. Hmm. Man, that's awesome, Darren. That's awesome. SCC, did you get all that? Man, that's great, Darren. Woo, that's good. Really, really good. Well, Darren, this has been fun. It really has. I really do appreciate uh, all the insight, you know, from your, you know, your aha moment to even your failure, the five thousand dollar loss, and you know, the the realization that, uh, you know, you had about, um, you know, you're going to need to forgive with some zeros at the end of it, okay, and uh, especially the, um, you know, your verse of that you're really working for the Lord, okay, mm-hmm. and that your work is your worship. Man, that is powerful, Darren. And uh, I know the SEC got a ton out of this right here. And, uh, Darren, we really appreciate it, buddy. Thank you so much, and we'll catch you on the flip side, man. My pleasure. Love the show. Awesome, awesome, awesome. I love it, SEC. Did you get to that? Man, that was some good stuff right there from Darren. I really do appreciate you, Darren, for coming on to the SEC, to the Success Edge, and sharing your heart your success in the marketplace as a marketplace Christian, because that is what we're all about here on the success edge is all of us in the, in the world of being a Christian entrepreneur, a Christian business or a Christian professional. We're all about taking our game to the next level God's way. And Darren, you are doing that. And I really do appreciate you sharing. 
So the major call to action, guys, that I want to point out to you from Darren's interview is who are you working for? Yeah. <laughs> who are you working for, guys? Are you working for the man or are you working for the Lord? Okay. You know, one powerful statement that Darren made was your work is your worship. Man, that is so powerful and juicy right there, gang. We've got to, man, meditate on that. Your work is your worship unto the Lord because that's who you're working for. That's who you represent. I mean, I'm, I'm reminded actually of episode 40, Todd Shannon, where he talks about that, you know, when we are actually doing things with a spirit of excellence and representing our Heavenly Father, then people are drawn to you, okay? Nobody pays for mediocrity. Nobody pays for average. So when you're working unto the Lord and you keep that in the forefront of your mind, I guarantee you that you cannot help but do things of excellence. Now, changing some gears real quick, want to give some shout-outs for the iTunes and Stitcher Radio reviews that we've been receiving here lately, and I really do appreciate it. So <laughs> it's kind of funny, but James Ellis Fit. Obviously, episode 35, that was James Ellis right there. He gave me a review on iTunes, gave the Success Edge a review on the iTunes. Thank you so much, uh, James. We really appreciate the review. And obviously, Darren Shearer. Yeah, Darren Shearer, the guy that just actually interviewed right here, just here on this episode, episode 46, gave us an awesome review on iTunes. And I just want to give a quick shout-out. And I'll have to say this. Again, I know I said this on the last episode, but brilliant Business Moms gave me my first, gave the success edge, not me, but gave the success edge, the first rating and review on Stitcher Radio. Thank you, Brilliant Business Moms, for that review. We really appreciate it so much. So I want to give you one last thing, guys, before I announce next uh, next episode, and that is SpeakPipe. Yep. If you go onto the website, either mobily through your iPhone or your uh iPad or your tablet or whatever it is, or you're actually on the website, thesuccessedge.biz, you can look on the right-hand side and you'll actually see, send a voicemail. Yeah, you can click that and actually send me a voicemail, gang. If you've got questions or you've got topics that you want me to cover, please don't hesitate to leave me a voicemail through the SpeakPipe app, okay, that is on the website. And again, I want to call you guys, y'all's attention to the 7x10 video promo that is actually on the, the successes.biz website. Go there, review it. If you're interested in actually in the 7x10 club, sign up. Send me an email, okay? You can go to con, uh, you can go to the contact page, and that'll get right to me, and we'll get out, be able to get you on the list. we got two slides already down. I think we've got a third one already done as well. So let's go ahead and get it done, guys. So next episode is going to be all about David Clifton, all right? And it'll be episode 47, and I'm actually going to release it on July the 3rd, all right? So that's a Thursday, and I'm excited to be able to have David on for you to hear from him. He's a combat veteran as well, and he is also the head director of FCA here in the Midlands for uh, Fellowship of Christian Athletes, okay? I'm excited about that, guys, and guess what? We will catch you on the other side. If you feel inspired to take your God-given skills to the next level, download our free report called The Five Tools That Every Marketplace Christian Needs to Crush It in Their Career. God loves when we use the abilities He's blessed us with to do amazing work in the marketplace. So download your report by visiting thesuccessedge.biz slash tools right now. And we'll see you on the next episode of The Success Edge.